Something major just went down in New York, and we need to talk about it. The Love Times 2 podcast starts now. Welcome to 139, the official podcast of Love Times 2. Here is your host, Mike Victor. Hey, welcome to a sort of impromptu episode of the Love Times 2 podcast. I actually had a whole different series scheduled uh, to start this week, but there's a significant development that really demands our attention if we're going to get our heads around the rapidly changing dynamics in our world today, specifically as it relates to loving every mom and every baby, no matter what. Uh, We're going to talk just a bit about a new law passed in New York and why it should be on our radar screen uh, in understanding the times, the world, the culture. In which we live. Uh, This is a bit different from most of our discussions because normally uh, we steer away from more politically oriented type of discussions, but this really has a profound cultural implication, and that's why we really need to grasp uh, and have a dialogue about this right now so we're understanding what's going on uh, right before our eyes. Now, just in case you missed it, last week the state of New York passed a law that basically affirms the right to kill an unborn child for any reason, all the way up to the point of live birth. Now, don't get too caught up in the language of the law that talks uh, in terms about, quote, the health of the mother and those situations. Uh, That's basically language that means any abortion is allowable. And that's thanks to a uh, Supreme Court ruling, Doe versus Bolton. It's the lesser known companion uh, to the Roe versus Wade decision. Uh, and I'm not going to take time to really delve into Doe versus Bolton because it, you can learn as much as you want to about that by uh, just doing some basic uh, research on it. But uh, the Doe versus Bolton decision was really key in defining what some of these terms mean. So that's why I say don't get thrown off by some of the language of this bill uh, and just understand that the New York law is basically unrestricted abortion all the way up to live birth. Now, New York's actions are key on multiple levels. But here's what I hope all of us will understand. Regardless of what your thoughts are on this issue, you may be listening to this and have a 180 degree uh, difference in opinion. But all of us that are listening to this, that are considering this, we all need to understand exactly what's going on. Why did New York take this initiative? and pass this law. Well, New York's actions are a concession that the Roe versus Wade framework that has dominated the abortion landscape since 1973 in the United States is about to collapse. That is exactly what this is all about. New York is making a preemptive strike, if you want to put it that way, in saying to the rest of the nation, if Roe goes, uh, it's going to make no difference in New York. That's exactly what's happening here. So we need to understand this is a preemptive strike, and this is just acknowledgement uh, that Roe is uh, just on a collapsing scaffold. Uh, it's very important for us to understand that, because after 46 years of Roe being more or less the firewall uh, that was put in place you know, in 73, uh, to protect the right to kill unborn children, it's now on the edge of collapse. Now, hang with me on this. Just as I've said in the previous episode of this podcast, all sides of the abortion debate are now conceding. Roe is just this tottering wall that's about to crumble. Uh, and it's going to happen. It's going to happen in our lifetime. And when it falls, something else is going to take its place. And I don't know what that is. We'll find out when it happens. But something else is going to take its place, something that gives New York and every other state much greater flexibility 
flexibility in how they will treat abortion in individual states. It's going to really, uh, it, it's presumed that the, whatever replaces Roe is going to be a framework that's going to elevate states' rights in making this decision. Now, it's at this precise period of history when we're going to find out really, really quickly where the hearts and the minds of the people are at on the issue of abortion. And I can't stress this enough. The collapse of Roe versus Wade does not mean abortions end on that day. There are so many people that, that think that. You may be under that impression. That's not going to happen. I mean, New York just underscored that point, and that's why they passed this law. And my guess is that any other, that many other states, I should say, are probably going to follow New York's lead. I don't know how many, but uh, certainly those that are more in line with uh, New York's uh, cultural attitude on this are probably going to, you know, step in line and join the parade. So my question to all of us, and something I really want you to think about, is what are we supposed to make of all of this? The highest level of any dialogue on loving every mom and every baby, no matter what, it's in the culture. And whoever, quote, wins the culture on the issue uh, is going to win the debate. And once that debate is won on a significant tipping point scale, okay, it's not like it's just a one or two point, but when it's won on a significant tipping point scale, and I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's five percentage points, eight percentage points, uh, somewhere between, somewhere over. I don't know what that is, but there will be a tipping point. And whichever direction it goes, it will be hard to ever reverse that tide. And I can name a dozen other issues that make this point very clearly, but you get where I'm going here. Uh, All the politics that we see, they're all downstream from where the culture's at. And sadly, we see very clearly where the dominant cultural attitude is in New York. And I'm not sure anyone is really surprised by it. I'm not. I mean, it's New York, and you kind of expected it. But uh, what will it look like uh, when it comes to your state? I mean, that's the question for you to grapple with right now. Uh, what's it going to look like when this uh, cultural decision comes down to your state? Now, a few other things that I want to note, and then I'm just going to wrap up uh, this short episode. I do believe the national backlash against the New York law is probably something that um, may be surprising some folks, but it's way too early to know how meaningful that is. If the majority of the backlash is from folks that we expect to be upset, uh, but it doesn't go beyond that. In other words, if middle ground Americans aren't upset by this New York law at all, uh, but it's just the pro-life community that's upset by it, then I'm not sure what to make of that implication. Now, if the middle ground Americans are upset by the extremism of the New York law, uh, that's a positive sign in our culture that the abortion mentality is losing steam. I don't know what to make of that. I haven't seen polls on that, uh, but we just need to keep that in mind uh, as we digest going forward what's happened in New York. Now, a second point, the New York law is sort of a seminal moment uh, that is preemptively starting an entirely new era of the abortion dialogue. For 46 years, uh, the focus has all been on Roe versus Wade. And just as I said previously, just as I addressed in the episode just prior to this one, the one that's called Inspire or Lose, if you've not listened to that one, go to Apple Podcast and listen to it. It's, it's sort of the setup for this. Uh, and that was actually recorded before the New York law. But um, we are now functionally, and I underscore that, uh, that word functionally, we are now functionally in the post-row era. Even though Roe is still there, we are functionally in the post-Roe era. Roe is a dead man walking, and abortion supporters get that very clearly. The pro-life community needs to get it very clearly, too. And lastly, I can't say this enough. It's all about the culture. 
It's all about who wins the hearts and the minds of the people. New York has passed its new law because New York culture shifted a long time ago. And can that ever change? Well, absolutely it can change. When culture changes, uh, you know, things happen. And there can be a cultural change in New York, but it's going to start with changing hearts and minds. We need to understand that culture is always, always upstream from the politics. Hey, that's where I'm going to close this commentary the best way I know how. Never forget, change the culture and the politics will follow. This has been 139, the official podcast of Love Times 2. Join us in the journey at lovetimes2.org. That's love, the letter X, and the number 2, dot O-R-G. Thanks for listening.